Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. Rob, we're going to talk, this might be the most important episode we've ever done. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I, 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 I uh, thought I would let, let you know that right now as we start. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, we've done on prostate exams. We've done stuff on, um, on done your, play by plays. We've done a lot of health issues, PSAs. Yeah. But the re- here, the, our, this episode is going to be on chasing perfection. The reason I think this is important is that lately, in the last couple of years, I've talked to floor guys that seem to be driving themselves out of their mind, chasing perfection. And I'm not saying it's a negative thing. I'm, I'm not saying that's the case or whatever, but um, there's, there's, a, there's a, it's a double-edged sword. And I, am, I put myself at the front of the line being every bit as guilty as, as, as a lot of guys for this. Can I, can I interrupt you for a second? Y- yes, you can. Have you ever heard my, my perfection part of my opening for the classes, for the schools? Uh, many times, and I don't remember any bit of it. So please. Uh, oh my God, it's, it's perfect for this. It's absolutely perfect. Hit me with your best shot. And I said this to my kid because Bum was, uh, he's just a crazy perfectionist to the point where it was very annoying to have me come work with him. Because mm-hmm. I know that, no, finish will cover that. That you know, you don't have to get the. I, I know these things. Okay, I know what we can, what's gonna, what's not gonna show up, and what will show up. He thinks everything's gonna show up. He's a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So I tell my class, at the start of every class, there is no such thing as a perfect floor. There is no perfect floor out there. Even you floor of the year winners. There's no perfect floor out there, but by chasing perfection, you'll achieve excellent floors. How do you like that? I, I think it's, it lines up exactly what, what I thought we would talk about. I wish it was completely mine, but I stole it from a football coach. Okay. Well, you're being honest. Yeah. But I thought when I read that, I went, oh man, that's, there's a lot of floor guys out there that I need to say this to. But it's the truth. You know, yeah. we all get the eye, right? We, well, we all get that Sanders eye, no matter where we go. Restaurants, stores, friends' houses, no matter where. We, a wood floor man always sees the wood floor. Mm-hmm. And he always, and, and most of us always say the same thing. How'd he get paid for this? I wouldn't have got paid for that. How did he get paid for that job? Yeah. I never get it paid for that job, ever, yeah. right? And we always assume he did get paid, though. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we don't know if he got paid or not. <laughs> but I think that Sanders' eye, every time you see something, the next job, you remember it, you try to correct it. And I think that's the whole thing of being a craftsman mm-hmm. and caring and, and, and caring about what you do because 
you're thinking back, well, you know, you saw X, Y, Z at the last job. I don't want to do that again. So I'm going to change what I did. And you're constantly seeing that. And that's the eye. That's the whole trying to make the job perfect and achieving excellence. Yes. So you, you, I mean, you were right on right on the same page with this because I mean, true perfection is, is a, it's a necessary goal because it's, it's, it's unattainable though. Right. I mean, it's like, as you said, and I think you have to reconcile yourself with failure and living up to that. And, you know, you got to make peace with that and then get out your tools and start on the next job. And if that failure hurts to your point, if that failure hurts bad enough, and it probably will, you're going to learn from that. Right. And you'll take that to the next job. And, and so rather than check chase perfection, uh, if you chase excellence, as you said, because you're, you'll just, it's a cycle of never ending disappointments. If that's, if that's how you're going to live your life. I'm, I'm telling you, I, <clears throat> I spent a lot of time in my life chasing the perfect job. And here's the thing the what the reason why that's a problem like perfectionism is it's uh, often seen as a positive trait, right? It increases your chances of success, which is how I always, uh, that was my um, reasoning behind it, right? I mean, if, I, if it's perfect, how can anybody give me a hard time about it? How can I not get paid? Uh, but it can lead to self-defeating thoughts of behavior uh, that, that makes it hard to achieve these goals. And it causes stress, it causes anxiety and depression, and for some people, other mental health issues. Uh, and it's real. I've, I've talked to guys that I, I feel sorry for. And listen, I'm not judging at all because I have 100% been there that your whole life is like, man, you know, trying to get a perfect floor. And if it isn't, you know, you, how do you keep living up to that time and time again? So um, I think um, when you stop chasing perfection and you start going after excellence, right? You know, I mean, and, and by the way, my, my, level of perfection is mine it's not somebody else's like you know somebody else might that might what i think is perfect might not be perfect to somebody else although i'd like to meet the man uh but anyway, <laughs> sorry but you know I what i mean yes i dare you yes yeah, so um i mean there's no end to perfection that's the problem and the chase continues forever you, it, it just keeps going you're never in control of things because no matter how hard you try and no matter how 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 much you work something you'll miss something here or there and you, you also miss out on i think a lot of life and and uh, balance in life so how about that wayne i was reading something kind of funny now that we're into this whole perfection thing uh, a very successful ceo and i know you're thinking you don't read like i'm gonna take that joke right away from you hey, oh man it was it was right so away. there Thank yeah you. exactly okay. yeah you ain't getting that one okay and uh i was very surprised to hear him say you know, don't let perfect get in the way of good. And that just kind of blew me away because you wouldn't think that somebody at that level would say something like that. I thought we were always supposed to go for perfection. Yeah. Uh, before we go any farther with this, completely unrelated, but did you see, you, you, everybody else is talking about it, so we might as well talk about it too. You, you saw... Um, um, Who's a, a Will Smith slap uh, Chris? Uh, what's the name? Horrible. Horrible. That's what you thought? Absolutely 
horrible. Yes. I thought it was absolutely despicable. I felt so sorry for Chris. What's Chris? Uh, what's his last name? Damn it. Chris Rock. Chris Rock, of course. Rock. I, I, I felt so sorry for Chris Rock and that he had to complete that show after what, what happened to him. And I, I was disgusted. And I'll never, and I, the, the problem is, the thing is, I like both of them a lot. And I'll never, Will Smith is done to me. I, I'll never feel, I'll never, that's it. Uh, never get past that. That so. superhero movie that he did, Hancock, I thought was one of the, the, the funniest movies ever. There's some scenes and lines in that movie that are just still make me laugh. But I don't want to try to play the tough guy here, but I'm not getting smacked in the face in front of the world and not getting my shot in and just letting him walk away with his chest stuck out. That was, I mean, he, he's got to live with that for the rest of his life. Even if you, even if I run up from behind him. Mm -hmm. uh, well, here, here's what, if you put yourself in his shoes, like I'd like to say the same thing and we all would say the same thing, but in reality, the man had a show to do. It was people depending on him. And he and uh, he was in a bad place, so I don't blame him for for not doing that. I I think uh, he he's a bigger man, and I man I I was uh, I was desperately sorry for 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 him that that happened. So so you don't think you'd you'd hit him? I, I listen. I'd love to say that I would, and maybe I would. Uh, but I, I mean, I you get where Chris is at, man. He had a show to do. He had people depending on him, and that would have been that would have been the easy way thing to do. I think I think it was much tougher. For him to do it now afterwards 100 percent. it was yeah 100 percent. but not not during the show so anyhow just crossed my mind i don't know why it crossed my mind so you probably feel like slapping me is that what is that what this is about no, i would never never do that gosh and the other thing too is it's a slap punch the guy if that's what you feel like you're doing yeah punch it throw a punch but a yeah. slap yeah, it was. Now that was horrible, terrible. Yeah. All right, so back to uh, back to what we were talking about. Um, that was like that was like a commercial. That's not right, right across my mind. Uh, so um, here's the feel, the problem with with uh, chasing perfection. And like I said, I only bring it up because I see how how much guys are losing sleep and how how they're stressing on it. And and holy smokes, I mean, you the, this holding yourself to a standard. That is unattainable. And what it does is, uh, you're, you're, um, it kind of takes away your joy in life and 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 the your feeling of accomplishment and and the things that you have done in life and and being grateful for what you've done. And I think you you'll you'll be more grateful and feel more positive if you get in that mindset. That uh, and I, I've always admired. Like I never understood it when I was a contractor. And I would talk to other contractors, some very successful ones that would say, hey, Wayne, hey, it's just a floor. I mean, you know, let's not get excited. It's just a floor. And, uh, and that was their attitude. And it wasn't that they were any less than me or whatever. That, but I think it was a much healthier attitude that was very difficult to me to get to, to that, that it was just a floor. That, uh, you know, maybe because some of these guys weren't doing the actual work, you know what I mean, that they had guys out on the job. I think there's a difference there, by the way. I think when you're the guy on your hands and knees all day on that job and, and putting all that effort into it, and it, you know, God knows how hard this work is, uh, that when you stand back and you're not satisfied, 
I think it, it cuts a little deeper because it's your blood, sweat, and tears that are on the floor. I could be wrong. That's the way I, I look at it. I say I could be wrong often knowing that I'm probably actually not, Rob. You don't mean that when you say you could be wrong. I'm leaving, I'm leaving the you door. You said open. I'm wrong on that one. But when you say I could be wrong, that's when you're telling everybody I'm definitely right on this one. Yes. Well, here, if you can get to your, if you can get to this place in life, you'll start looking to stuff as an achievement and some start instead of something less than. Uh, and I see guys will do this. Will say, "I go, man, the floor looks sensational." God, yeah, I know, but that's that one board right there. Either a sap grain in there, and it's in a bad spot, and you know. Uh, but if you stand farther away and look at it with a different perspective, there it's sensational looking. There's no other way to put it. So don't put the benchmark so high. Some guys can't. You're right. Some guys can't pat themselves on the back yeah. and say, "Hey, this really does look good." Yeah. And then there's guys like me who are like. Man, this is amazing. Everything I touch, look at it, beautiful. Yeah, yeah but what yeah. about this, this, and this? Look, that, look at it. Uh, the coffee table is going to go right there. That, 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 that doesn't matter. Yes. Well, the other thing, Rob, what it kind of does, it kind of, you're held hostage almost to perfectionism. And if you can get past that, it's, it's very free, okay, to get past that. And I've talked to guys that are, you know, and some people say, think that, well, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm not good enough or I'm not uh, whatever because I haven't hit that threshold. Another person might do not at near as quality work and then enjoying the ride a whole lot more because they're not just beating the hell out of themselves on, on being a perfectionist. I see it differently now because I'm farther away from it. I, I, like I said, I have very few regrets, but I was a perfectionist and uh, I, uh, I was very difficult for me to get to that level of thinking, oh, you know what? It's just a floor. It's okay. We this one didn't go so so good uh, as we wanted to. We'll do. We'll get it on the next one. Uh, so I am, you know, I'm 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 uh, <laughs> saying what should be done, and I will first admit that I had a hard time. And you know what? Maybe because actually no one ever told me this either. By the way, you know what I mean? I, I never had another perspective where somebody said another craftsman said it's okay. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean you know. Um, and you know, guys are showing sharing pictures on social media, and I think this is such a, a problem too, where guys will show pictures on social media, and a guy will put it out there. It's like putting yourself out there, man. You know what I mean? You're putting your heart out there, and to somebody, that's their best work. And then somebody else will say, "Look, look at this joint right here. This is the blah blah blah. How come uh, you didn't do this and whatever?" And you crush the guy. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he, he probably that's his best work today, and tomorrow. His best work might be better than that. So I hate to see, especially when it comes from a, a really a stud. I think some people don't realize how much your words mean to somebody else, especially someone coming up. Uh, on a, on, a, on a, a, a post recently on one of the, the, the flooring sites, uh, Willie Short is a fantastic human being and his whole family is great down there in Louisiana. They're just good people. And he's a, he's a really good guy. And he was in a class and he was sharing that somebody that attended the class emailed him several months later and said, hey, just want to let you know what this meant to me, having you there and uh, what I learned from you. And we're already implementing some of those things. And, and I just thought, you know, and that was that really uh, was heartfelt from Willie that this meant a lot to him. And I think that's the highest um, compliment. You know, you're sharing your knowledge and you're in whatever with somebody else and, and somebody got it. And they, it meant something to them. 
I think if people really understood how important words are, um, I, I think they would probably do things a little differently on his social media. When Pete and I left my dad's company, that was one of the toughest transitions that we had. When you and Pete left your dad's company? We left our dad's company. We left my dad's company and we started our own company. We started RJ Associates. That was the toughest thing that we had. We had, we did not, we were assuming that the residential business was just going to be so simple. It's not 15,000 foot gym. It's not a 60 lane bone. It's not a factory floor. You're not working nights. This is going to be simple. But we did not have the mindset when we started about residential and residential customers and their expectations because they are expecting perfect. Your customer is expecting a perfect floor. You know, that's the one thing that was tough for him and I to really, we had to do a lot of changing pretty quick. And that was a real tough transition from going from that commercial side to the residential side. But we got it. It took us a little bit. You know what's funny about that? Is because I always thought the gym guys had it lucky. Because who really cares? It's a gym floor owned by a lot of different people. And you know what I mean? Who really looks at it that close? And it must be easier for them because, you know, uh, unlike a homeowner who's who's actually paying for it and they're standing right there, uh, you know, I was completely wrong. After I got to know gym guys, holy smokes, the standard that they're held to and how hard they work and how much pride they have in their job. I, I, I was wrong on that. I just didn't know those guys. Yeah. Um, when you're standing in a bowling alley, it needs to be within 30 thousandths of an inch flat. We have all these special leveling sanders and everything. So that's what we thought. My God, we're masters of the universe. The residential game is going to be so easy. So I think it's just where you came from, right? And then trying to transition from one to the other. But the, listening to you talking about perfection, I just think back to some of the uh, first residential jobs we did. You know? yeah. <laughs> it was... I, you just, I don't want to forget this because you brought up something very important. And uh, my uncle was the, the, the best at this. But as I as I've got away from him and, and and started doing my own thing and reflecting back on him, he wasn't like the greatest floor guy out there by no means. And I don't want to disparage him because he was a freaking great guy and he was a, he was a, he was a good craftsman. But he was a good craftsman. He wasn't one of those guys chasing perfection. He did a very serviceable job, a very nice job, and that was it. But nobody gave him a hard time about anything like that because the way his demeanor with the homeowner was, was, uh, I mean, what he ever lacked in the craftsmanship side on the, uh, the dealing with the homeowner side, oh, he was another level, man. He was a craftsman, huh? He was, he was, a, he was I mean, he was a sweetheart. I mean, Pete, you couldn't, nice. you know, when he yeah. explained something to you, I don't care how mad you were or what you thought, he puts you at ease so much and, 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 and that, he never had any problems and we go to the next job and I know uh, I hear the homeowner go you know well, what about this and I thought blah blah I'm thinking huh how's he gonna get out of this one and it was just a thing of beauty to watch him it was it was a, a marveled at him how he could just put any part of that he was just a wonderful human being but um the other thing too is I think that you know you said the homeowner is expecting perfection 
I think a lot of this too is sometimes we go into these jobs saying, hey, I'm, 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 I'm so good. You know, I'm, we are, we are, oh, look at this, this guy did crap work. We are the best. And you already set yourself up for having expectations that are off the charts. And so there's, that's one thing is that, you know, put their expectations in line of what's, what's reality, number one. And two is be ready to defend your work if something does come up without getting hostile. And that's another problem that I see some people have that you, the, the, just the way, I mean, look, like I said, your, your blood, sweat and tears, your heart and soul goes into these floors. So if anybody says anything that, <laughs> that's not glowing, your children are ugly. Yes, yeah, 100%. So, so how do we handle that now? Yeah. So, I, I, so you're going to go Will Smith on them. Boom. Yeah, you, well, you want to, bad. Yeah. And so what I've learned, and I've also learned this about sending emails if I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> wait a day. Wait two days if you're really hot. I've only sent one email in my life I regretted as a, as a sales rep. Uh, one email in my entire career and it, it ended up being fine the guy was okay with whatever but I still regret it and it, we're, we're on good terms today but I that was oh, listen, I'm never gonna hold that against you that's water <laughs> under the bridge all right don't worry about it I can't believe you're still thinking about that even though uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I'm yeah. fine okay yeah I'm you brought, brought your family into it I'm, yeah so I'm fine but but you also have to take a step back and really take a breath and can can because I've seen guys go from zero to ninety and 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 just with one comment. So, and I've seen that in, on inspections too. So I think you really that's something. If I know that's a shortcoming of mine, then I'll I want want to have a game plan. I got to take in what they said. I'll acknowledge it. I'll I'll try to repeat what they said so they understand that I know what they're talking about. And then I'll try to see it from their perspective, and then I'll blow up on them. No, just kidding. Uh, it, well, you know, as, as you said, my shortcomings, I was thinking your adhesives national sales manager, you you don't have any shortcomings. Not anymore. You wouldn't have, oh, when they, the title. I washed everything away. Washed all that away. <laughs> yeah, washed it all away. Exactly. All right. So anyhow, that, that's that's all that, that I, I, I thought it was a good time to talk about this because it's only been recently that I have uh, been talking. It just seems like it's. It's happening more than ever now that I, when I talk to guys that this has come up. Um, and, um, you know, you strive for continually getting better. That doesn't change for improvement, but, but, uh, but uh, strive for excellence and getting better on each job and, and maybe not chasing perfection. And um, it, it's a journey that's uh, it's a, it's a road that, that just, you, you can't win that battle. I got a... a I got to tell you this, we're talking about perfection and um, you were at the school this week. Did, do you remember the guy who was sitting right in the front row to my right? The kid, the, the guy from New York city. Yes. Yes. Adam I, Morano? I, I, yes, I sure do. Okay. I was what he was watching me do the T bar and, and I could tell that he was really watching, you know? So I was assuming that, he was, uh, he wasn't a T-bar guy. He was a roller. But when he took the T-bar and he started going with it, I was like, wow, this guy. And I even kind of mentioned to him, like, you've had a T-bar. He goes, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a T-bar guy. 
he goes it bar everything i go yeah you look uh you know because a lot of times at the school not only are they you know we're teaching t-bar a lot of times it's the first time anybody's ever touched the t-bar when they come to the class but you could tell adam was you know mm-hmm. he was good really good working his way out of the room i mean you know yeah he's actually helping guys you know that that's another part of the uh the bonus Santa finish schools that I love is we'll have guys who don't have a lot of experience. And then we have guys who have tons of experience, which is, and the great part about these guys and about all floor guys, that that's one thing I've noticed. They just love to show people what they know. They love to share. They love the coats. They love to teach. So, so he was working with a couple of guys showing him their little tricks and everything. So we get, we get all done coating. We're waiting for stuff to dry and I'm doing a little PowerPoint and we're talking and uh, Adam looked at me and kind of right in the middle of everything. He goes, are they going to have any of those, those T-bar contests, any, you know, regional. And I, I had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> T-bar contests, huh? He goes, you know, like the one that you won, you know, you're, he goes, and he turns around and he says to the class, um, you know, Rob's rank like number one or three or something in the world. And I went, Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I had no, I, that is too funny. So for all the listeners, um, we, we were just kidding. <laughs> there was no, T-bar contest and and Helsinki that I placed third in and it was all made up. It was we thought we were just having fun, Wayne and I, going back and forth of who's a better roller, better T-bar guy, and all that. But um, the it was heartbreaking but hysterical at the same time because he was so depressed that there isn't some sort of competition because he looked at me and he's. He said, you know, I think I could, I think I could do well at that competition. <laughs> and I go, man, I know you could. So that's too funny. So then we started talking about, oh, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I mean, the, we were, he, and he took it great. I mean, he was laughing about it too, <laughs> yeah. but uh, he goes, and every once in a while too, he would just, just blurt out. He goes, it just sounded so real the way you were talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's referring to uh, one of our earlier episodes where Rob said, I think you said like you're number three in the world or whatever. I was number five in the world or something. I remember Lenny Hall saying he was like number one in the world because he he walked on water one time uh, with the T-bar, which I witnessed. I had to give I it up. I saw Lenny do that. Yeah. 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 He actually dropped my ranking down. Right. I, I, I went from after I saw that, I went, I dropped a fifth in the world. <laughs> But now that you brought that up, you, you finished on that thought or you have anything else? Well, I mean, I was thinking City Floors has that awesome nailer day. I'm kicking around something that maybe we can do at some of our training centers. And I think that might be fun to have yeah, like yeah. a T-bar day, yeah. set up some set up some yeah. long hallways or something. But I, I, I got to do something just, just for Adam because uh, – uh, he's got to get a golden T bar somehow. 
That's funny you said the golden tea bar because I was on a job one time and um, with this guy and this was like first code didn't go good the second code didn't this was like the last attempt to get this job right this homeowner was going to lose their mind and uh, it was a stress was off the charts on this job and these guys I was out there on the job with them and the one guy coded the floor you know like everybody's watching him like for anything you know what I mean because it's like the tension was you could cut it with a knife and he came back and he nailed it. So I went home that night and I bought a tea, I got a tea bar and I, and I spray painted it with gold and I, and I, and I put glitter all over it and I drove over to a shop and I gave him the golden tea bar. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. But uh, I wasn't going to say this, but since you brought that up, uh, one of the things when we're chasing perfection uh, and uh, has been made easy in two ways in this industry. So even if you do these things, uh, you're heads and shoulders above guys years ago. It didn't have this, and it's it's ascending with the with the power drive. You will get that as for as perfect as you can possibly get. If you stand for the power drive and that's not perfect enough, I don't know what to say. I mean, you 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 you've outdone the industry with that. And also, rolling is a technique that uh, I think has come along has really helped get a perfect floor as close to perfect as you can get. Uh, and as I said before, I don't roll all my jobs. I don't. It just depends on the layout. It depends on which coat. I never roll a seal coat. I don't believe in rolling seal coats. It's my personal opinion. I T-bar all my seal coats. Sometimes I T-bar the last coat, but there are times when the only thing I would touch that floor would be a roller. So technology has kept, you know, has kept us ahead of the curve. So do, do, uh, um, you know, the, we talk about the training centers all the time. You could practice whatever you can screw up a floor as bad as you want, but there is technology out there. I don't want to get away from, from a, a our, our topic, but uh, but that will absolutely help, uh, especially if you're a perfectionist. So there you go. Let me ask you a question. What's the biggest improvement, the last biggest improvement you've seen since the power drive? You want to know the truth? Of course, that's a stupid question, wasn't it? I'll tell you what it is, Rob. No, lie to me. I love when okay. people say, let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let me, me, yeah, I'll tell you the truth. I'm not lying. No, lie to me. So the biggest improvement since the T-bar. Well, oh, that's an easy one for me. I'm trying to think if there's anyone that's- a, a, No, no, a, no. I mean in equipment. I'm talking equipment. Power drive. Oh. Power drive. I'm going to tell you what mine is. Oh, well, I was before saying you, this to the class oh, the other day. Hold on a second. Are you saying what is the biggest improvement in equipment since the power drive? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. I think- the last thing I can remember that is is anything close to the power drive was when we went from drums to belts. I don't think there's been a bigger improvement since then, since till we got to the power drive. Just my opinion. Yep. Um, I, I agree with when, when you and I say it's just my opinion, that means mm -hmm. that yeah, you think you're right. Stone and yeah, I'm yeah, right. Yeah. And nobody can be ready. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's just my humble opinion. Well, here's what the here's what the belt sanders did over the drum sanders, uh, the split drums. Is that now the learning curve was cut way down when you went to the belts. Uh, they they're 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 a very much a fine cutting machine, sanding machine, and even the loading the paper and chatters and that type of stuff with the with the split drum uh, was. Uh, 
it was an art, right? It, and it eliminated half the time on the buffer, trying to remove mm -hmm. chatter marks. Yep, yep, yep. So in my humble opinion, yes, this is I, the biggest thing since the belt sander. I agree with you on that. You're kidding. No, once again. All right. Must be right if we both hit the bell. Rob, you hit your bell too? I did. This has been a pleasure talking to you. It always is. And um, like Roddy Piper said, the pleasure is all mine. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, and uh, to our listeners, thank, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. And uh, hope everybody's doing well out there. And, and uh, we're coming into spring. We got out of the winter months. Uh, still some industry challenges, right? I mean, but there's nothing that we can't handle. And uh, we hope everybody's well out there. And, 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 uh, and um, we want to thank you again very much for listening to the, the podcast. We really do appreciate it, Rob and I and uh, the whole Bona team. And uh, please do stay tuned soon for another episode. I almost stay had tuned. that down pretty good. Stay tuned. Uh, and I, stay, stay tuned. Stay if you tuned. don't, stay tuned. spring is coming, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Because yeah. summer's right around the corner. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, and uh, take care.